Amen. Thank you very much, Johnny. Please do take a seat. Johnny wrote that song, and it's a great song. It uh, catches my heart this morning very much. Um, we've got a few minutes. I, I, I would love folk to feel uh, able uh, to come and just share encouragement. It doesn't need to be long. It might be one sentence. It might be quite intimidating. I understand that. But I hope <laughs> folk might. Sue, please, yeah. Should we get a mic? We probably should. You
um, throughout the year, there will be things that will come your way and you are compelled not to fear and trust in God and move on. But when I came to church and Alex was saying all this, I thought, oh goodness me, where is all this money going to come from? We're just a little church. But the verse that was read in the service, I'm just going to read it to you. Uh, in Acts chapter 27, Verse 23. Last night, an angel of the God in whom we belong and whom we serve came, stood beside me and said, do not fear. Amen. The Bible says, do not fear. And I, I believe that all that we are going to do um, God is with us and we will not be afraid. And there is another verse in um, Isaiah 41, uh, verse 13. For I am the Lord your God who took, you, who took hold of your right hand and said to you, do not be afraid and I will help you. Do not be afraid, you worm Jacob. You know, the worm Jacob is small, you know, um, invisible person. I think a worm is described as um, something with no significant um, value, who cannot harm anybody. But the Lord said, fear not, you worm, Jacob. And I think this you know, passage, it's got something to do with what we're hearing today, that we should fear not. Though we might be a little you know, percentage of Stafford, but the Lord is saying, fear not. And I will take you to places. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Rita. Thank you very much. Um, much as Sue said, I think God wants to encourage us with how much we are in partnership with him in this. He has positioned each one of us in a place where there are people where we are the best person to reach them. So the conversations that we have, the love that we show them, the people we introduce them to. That's the key to him reaching and building his kingdom. And for each one of those people, it's doubling, it's doubling, and it doubles again. And so God really has this strategy of us being in partnership to reach, to reach the world. Brilliant. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I couldn't agree more, actually, then. It comes down to individuals, doesn't it? Telling individuals, I should be here, telling individuals about Jesus. Um, go on, Steve. Mine was in the same vein as well, that um, I, I see with all these new wonderful services that are going to be happening, it's so important, there's little conversations that we have with our friends, our colleagues, about what we believe, sharing our testimony, never underestimate the impact that you're having in people's lives, because those could be the most important conversations that you have, that could be the stars of their journey. That, I mean, as a Beacon Runners, we wear the verse when we run on our shirts, it says, Hebrews 12, verse 1, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So my prayer for long time for everyone in the church has been confidence. Be confident in your belief, be confident in those you speak to, and be confident going forward. Brilliant. Love it. Love it. Thank you very much. A bit like Sue when your heart races, you know it's right, don't you? Um, and um, mine, I always think of pictures. So mine's about the keyboard. And there's one note that doesn't quite work. Isn't that really annoying? You know, when you get to the note, it just goes. <laughs> but, but more than that, 
Bible says, I'm not very good at picking out where they are, but in your weaknesses, he is strong. So, in a weird way, pray for your weaknesses, enjoy them, revel in them, because only then will you be really strong and you'll find your place in what we're doing in the future. Brilliant, brilliant. He's quoting there from 1 Corinthians, in our weaknesses, God is strong. And the image there actually is of a pot. A pot is full of something you really want to get out to the world. Well, what is the best way to get something out of the pot that you really want to get out? It's not to tip it up or anything. It's to crack it, isn't it? And it comes out all over the place. He's saying, actually, we're broken pots. And that is a strength. Our brokenness is a strength because it gets Jesus out quicker. If we were whole pots, we'd get out a lot, lot slower, wouldn't it? But the cracks get them out there, don't they? I felt the Holy Spirit saying to me that this is the church edition of Brexit. This is, this is the church taking Britain back. And um, I just want to encourage the small congregation to go forward. God said to Joshua, be strong and have a good courage. Fear not. Um, there's a song that we used to sing um, back in the day or back in where I used to sing that song. Um, it says we are able to go up and take the country to possess the land from sea to sea. Though the giants may be on our way to hinder, God will surely grant us the victory. And I believe that victory is ours. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's amazing um, how much is there and what we can get involved in but i feel that god is is not just saying to me he's saying to other people here that um we need to we need to step up we need to there's things that he's telling us we're doing we're trying to bury and we need to step up and we need to do it and if you want to be part of that you don't want to miss out on it then you need to listen to him and if you think he's telling you something um, something that he's might have been telling you for a while, then tell somebody else, talk about it with somebody, not just keep it to yourself. Good, good. Thank you, Ruth. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Lawrence, and then Jeff. Lawrence, and then Jeff. Okay. Um, I believe those of us who were here last week, uh, some of the quotation has come in some sense. Um, I always look at what comes to check whether God has said it before or not. And what is happening today has already been revealed to us before. Maybe we were not listening at that time, but when Eli was here, he said the church, the congregation, this is not the number. The number the person gave was beyond thousand. We are just this number. So it shows clearly that there are people out there with no reach. I also believe that just like praying for only 5%, we are supposed to pray for 95%. It's, it's, not, it's not the 5%. It's the 95%. So God is winning souls. Looking at, you know, Joshua, if she said it, so I'm not going to say it because it's one of the key things that came. For me, it's just like what God gave to me last week. And from what the response I got from the people, I saw clearly that it was the message for the congregation. We've had in front of us the sea. Red Sea is in front of us as a church this year. Behind us, the enemy is coming. Our enemy is coming. 
On our right and left, we have our mountains. We can't easily get away. But Bible says that we have to go forward. It is not us. It is God who is doing it. He is making a way in the Red Sea. There is no way there. We are doing things we've never done in Stafford before. This church has never done that thing before. The Holy Spirit is leading us through the Red Sea. We need courage. We need courage. I am frightened, but I have to put my trust in who? In God. Because this strength cannot achieve this. It is the power of the Holy Spirit who is at work. All that we need to do is to trust Him and depend upon Him. And He will do the greater things. If you rely on your own self, it is fear which will grip you. And fear is not the answer to these souls are being lost daily. We need, God needs souls. It's more than that 95%. So don't think about the 5% anymore. The church is 95% or more. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, and then Chris, maybe we'll leave you with the last word and a prayer. That would be great. Just two things, if I may. Um, one thing is that I, I feel that uh, sometimes the Lord actually puts something on your heart. Uh, he gives you a message, he gives you a picture. It is so important that you actually share that with Alex and the leadership team, because that's a gift of, it might well be a gift of, of prophecy or whatever. And one of our old ministers had this prophecy of the Trent Valley being a real hive of Christian activity. So that's one thing. Share that with Alex and the team, even though you think it might be ridiculous. But if you took up, all of the um, carpet here, you would see below scriptures that we put down in big black pen when we first joined it. And you'd also see, and I forget what it's called by, some kind of a path, wasn't it? A labyrinth. Sorry? Labyrinth. Yeah, what? A labyrinth. And initially you think, wow, you know, we're moving towards this. And occasionally it springs to mind that when you look at the church and you hear the congregation, and you hear the message, wow, we're actually moving towards that, that key goal. From this morning, we might have only just moved a small step. So you actually think we're doing really well there. It's the start of a big plan. So if anybody ever does, if we have a new carpet at any time, it is worth having a look and just reflecting at the messages that are underneath each one of these chairs and that path that God is leading us to. Thank you very much, Jeff. Let's give you a hand. <laughs> I'm going to fall over too. I've, I've managed with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll speak loudly. Um, so, just you, I, I think I'm really scared now. <laughs> um, particularly what Lawrence has just said. So, because 95% of Staffordshire is quite a lot. But so, can we do it? The question is, can we do it? And the answer is no, we can't do it. But I'm going to read three scriptures just to encourage you. One is something that's had for a long time and I shared with the church many years ago. But it says this, it's about Jesus. And when Jesus was speaking, and um, he says this in John 5, he says, My father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. And he goes on to say, for this reason they tried to kill him. Uh, and Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. 
He can only do what he sees the Father doing. Because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. He can only do what he sees the Father doing. And I think that's important for us. We can only do what God has started, what God is doing. He's asking us, it's back to what Ben and others have said, it's about a partnership. And uh, so that's, that's our role in it, really, if you like. So um, our, our role is, is back to what Sue was saying, pray, listen, understand, pray. What, what is God doing? Then, then what can we do? So that, that's one verse. You'll know all these verses, but just bringing them together is, is good. It's unbelievable what the challenge is ahead of us. But Paul says this in Ephesians 1. He says, I pray that the light, the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. What's that power like? That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all of rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. What Paul says is like, we've got that power, that power that raised Christ from the dead. So with God's on our side, we can achieve anything, can't we? And thirdly, other verses from Paul, which we often share, it's just this verse in, in Colossians 2. Paul says this, well, Colossians 1, the last verse of Colossians 1, verse 29. To this end, uh, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. And that's why I want to finish for encouraging you today. So we can only do what we see the Father doing. The Father is beginning to open up even more opportunities beyond what we could think or imagine. We can only do it if God says go. Let's go where God says. Secondly, we have got the power. God's given it in our hearts. The power that rose Christ from the dead. Let's join with Paul and work with all our own energy that Christ powerfully works in us. It's a partnership thing. Let's pray together, shall we? Father, we, we thank you for the privilege of being your children. We thank you, Lord, that uh, you've placed us in this very place just for such a time as this. And Lord, as we look out and we see um, the many people that are in need and the, the, the souls that are lost, our hearts are stirred this morning once again. And Lord, we seek to work in the way that you direct us, the way that you lead us, the way that you empower us by your spirit to serve you and glorify your name and bring others into your kingdom that they might know your love and your grace in their lives. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for encouraging us. Lord, be with us as we go from here. And Lord, keep on stirring in our hearts this week things that you've spoken to us about. 
that we might then chat them through with others, the leaders or friends, other Christians, that we might play our part in serving you and bringing your kingdom come here in Staffordshire 2017. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God sent his son.